0: Hello! It's been a minute, but I wanted to read from In the Land of Silence by Mario Mantis. Um, in this book, he talks about his encounter with a spiritual master in the Himalayas. Um, and this part, they find themselves at this monastery in the abbot there, who's also quite wise. Um, he imparts some words of wisdom, and so I thought I'd read that bit. Because people are completely trapped in the delusions of these time-conditioned forces, they have forgotten the meaning of their existence. And this happens even though the knowledge of the eternal light realm is implanted within the heart of every single person and is vibrating there. It is this primal remembrance, this primal force, that moves us to search so diligently for the original limitless reality in order to reawaken this eternal light realm in our hearts, to recognize it, to enter it, and to become fully one with the eternal again. A great devotion is required of us, and absolute faith in this eternal divine power. Also required is full compliance to the process of dissolving all the old energies of the past. Those who have followed the path of liberation know from their experience what an enormous task this is. The powers of the visible, transient universe, which together form the human being, tend to maintain a strong grasp They do not let go easily. Those of us who want to be free, who must be free because we have rediscovered our true condition, must have strong and unwavering resolve. We must have great intensity and great patience so that we can continually recognize and overcome all of our limitations and restrictions. I have no words to say to you concerning the gown of ether or the wheels of fire, but if you really follow the path of true liberation, these deep mysteries will gradually be revealed to you. In this respect, one cannot force anything. To do so would only nourish and revitalize the self-proclaiming I-centered energies. Many fall into the trap of wanting, having, and possessing. They follow their craving for the attainment of power. Without being aware of it, they attach themselves even more firmly to these threads of energy and their patterns. People identify themselves with these patterns and are ultimately trapped for eons in the world of death. To let go of the image of the world that vibrates in our consciousness completely, without replacing it with another one is not so easy. This is because the foundation, everything we have and everything we know, belongs to it. We have created it. This image we carry and give life to is an assembly of massive energies that have us trapped. When we question these forces, when we begin to free ourselves from them, our actions call forth a chain of counter-reactions. The pressures of doubt, fear, and insecurity compel us, trying with all their might to hold us back from continuing along the path of liberation. As soon as we become steadfast, there is a calming of these energies. There is a temporary sense of balance, a sense of peace that is still artificial and inauthentic, and we must recognize it as such. But the person truly seeking liberation continues to go forward without making a faulty step, without being afraid. In doing this, he releases magnetic cyclones and powerful storms. These powerful energies try to destabilize him and to convince him to turn back. But he stands like a great stone in the eye of a hurricane Strengthened through his recognition that these storms are transitory phenomena and will pass. Going about it in this way, he successfully arrives at the edge, he reaches the summit of the thunderclouds, and by advancing over them, becomes calmer and more peaceful. He's entered the eternal light realm at last. Everything he's left behind in the storm weakens and fades until finally it has all vanquished. He's entered a realm that is completely beyond the comprehension of the thinking mind or the perception of the senses. No human words can describe this eternal realm, which is hidden even from the gods themselves. One cannot wish for this light realm to appear, for the will of humans belongs to the limitations of time-conditioned consciousness. The will is always connected to an object, and through this object, it becomes attached. Each object of the will is something constructed, and therefore something transient. Where the true power lies, the true power that will certainly get us through all storms, is not in the will, but in the dissolving of the one with the will do not doubt yourself do not believe you are too weak to completely realize this path the weaknesses you suppose exist are the whisperings of the restricted magnetic conditions that make up this world of death don't listen to them and never let them influence you it is not about ability or achievement it is about letting go and not clinging to anything. I have expressed many things to you today. The Master had expressed his wish that during his absence, I should speak to you about these hidden aspects of life. Now I would like to tell you about the two ways, the two possibilities. It is important that you look at this in connection with what I have already said. Humans have different tendencies and intentions. They choose their preferences according to one of two ways. I've already spoken to you about the first way, the way of non-willing, of non-being, of totally dissolving and overcoming all limitations. The other way has a completely different form. The seeker on this path studies the magnetic energies of the world and behaves in harmony with them. He learns to have command over them and to make full use of them. He connects himself consciously with the energies of the earth and succeeds in acquiring great power in this world. This is the way of the will, the way of achievement and power. These two ways have absolutely nothing in common, as you can now see for yourself. And then he goes on to talk about these two orders um, that basically just what their methodologies are for using these forces. Um, And one of them he speaks of, uh, they sort of bring spirituality to the world. Um, They work with the divine to liberate the world and transform it and offer companionship on higher levels of integration, he says. And then he goes on, unfortunately... Many seekers go another way. They are subdued by the intoxicating pleasures of power. They are trapped in this matrix and bound to its principles. At this point, you should not follow the temptation to see these two ways as bad and good, black and white. Do not judge or condemn either of them. Both tendencies are found within us. Only after the soul has endured many setbacks and disappointments, Only when it is exhausted from its experiences and endless partings, only after countless rebirths that have chained it to the wheel of time, only after the continual passing of loved ones who go through the gates of death, only when all these things have caused a great crisis, only when it feels impossible to keep living, only then from deep disillusionment and sobriety can one embark on the great journey the path to ultimate liberation. So I wanted to read that because I've just held this passage really closely um, ever since I came across it and I've just felt so much, I don't know, maybe like challenge in the world (laughs) on many levels um and whether that's collective planetary cosmically um personally interpersonally uh i think there's some really beautiful nuggets in here um just sort of going back to see what stood out for me in the beginning, when he talks about um, the, even though the knowledge of the eternal light realm is implanted within the heart of every single person and is vibrating there, um, that we we sort of get trapped in these uh, delusions of time-conditioned forces, as he says, um, to think that. We don't have such a powerhouse that exists within our hearts, within our beings. Um, and yeah, it's it's finding our way back to remembering that that is there for us. Um, and there's so many uh, illusions to sort of dodge and weave and, um, yeah and and what it is to start feeling to not have fear as you're facing those illusions to instead of dodging and weaving really looking at them and contending with them and and talking to them and sort of finding that lesson and that way to um as he says it's about letting go and not clinging to anything sort of letting that fear go what if that fear didn't exist Uh, what if I could feel okay in this moment what if I could feel joyful and at peace what would that look like and then starting to just dream it and continually sort of being in that practice until it starts sticking um and I think like he also says, you know, there are many seekers who go another way, they're subdued by the intoxicating pleasures of power. Um, they are bound to its principles. And so we have to really dig deep and find all the places in which we are bound to the principles of these dominant systems and narratives and constructs and um yeah, how how much are we willing to dig in order to not be subdued by that or bound to that in some way? And that's, it's such a huge risk. Um, and I think in the, again, in the beginning, he, he says, you know, what's required is full compliance to the process of dissolving all the old energies of the past. And I think about that a lot. Um, both collectively and personally. What are the collective stories we are dissolving? How are we doing it? Are we looking in all the crevices? Are we checking under all the rugs, um, dusting and, you know, wiping to see if there's, there's anything left? And then personally, um, yeah, that's, that's for me, but the dissolve is, is, it's been a companion and I also think there are just so many people who are maybe engaged in their own dissolves, their, their own battle in the ring, content, contending with possible futures, possible dreams and all these sorts of things because we've been called to a moment of inquiry um huge moment and finding the right questions that can help us in our dissolution process and inviting the next thing forward and it can be scary to go full dissolve um but yeah i think i'm reading this as a reminder hopefully if there's anyone listening to this full thing um that you're going to be okay. It's all going to work out. It's scary. The world feels scary in certain ways. It's also really beautiful. They're also really amazing, joyful, sweet, and synchronous moments. Um, But yeah, it's all good. We're going to get through this and read this book if that passage from the abbot sounds at all enticing. Uh, There's so much more. That's not even this Himalayan master who's talking. Um, Yeah, okay. Good night.